UTI, Anoop. Okay, so um, interesting question you say about which fund. Uh, let me start with, do you indeed have a house um, philosophy or a fundamental view on how markets operate and therefore from that evolves your thinking about how you can add value? Let's start with the overall house view. So there is uh, no house view uh, in terms of style that we are a value or a growth uh, or a blend uh, because a lot of the schemes predate any such uh, thought process. So uh, schemes which were launched before 2000 were with the master prefix and they were launched every year because UTI had a great uh, sales structure of IFAs who, and there was no concept of SIPs. So you had to launch a new scheme to get the fresh money in. So that is a historical context. Uh, what we have uh, seen is that there, most of our schemes are large cap focused and there are between, depending on the market cycle, between 90 to 150 stocks which form part of the large caps. So up to the 70th percentile is large caps. So we're not taking, we're not trying to redefine what large cap is. So currently there are 120 stocks or 125 stocks which are large cap. So therefore, uh, that would be one underlying uh, thing that m most of our funds would be 70% plus in this segment of the market. And as the number of stocks are limited across portfolios, you'll find there will be commonality of stocks. In terms of our uh, process of identifying stocks, what we are trying to achieve is uh, not to have a consistent way of looking at stocks across sectors, but a consistent way of looking at stock of the same sector. So uh, we don't, we can't say that a 15% ROE or a 12% ROC or X EBITDA margin is the bottom line that is required for a company to qualify. But for an analyst within the sector, there is a set of, his thought process has to be slightly formulaic. So if, a, if he believes that there are five variables that matter, and if a company ticks on four or five of those, then there should be a buy. It should not be a bias that he can decide that in, in one sector, even if five ticks are there, there's a sell and someone, and there is within the same sector a buy. Uh, so first is that there has to be consistency in which the key variable. So what we have done with our analysts is to identify for each sector, the key variable. So there are some which are generic, which are used across, across companies. So EV EBITDA, market cap to sales, and then there's then there are certain which are specific to a sector. So for an automobile company, it might be volume growth that is most important. So that would be a criteria that they would want to look at. Market share might be more important. Uh, EBITDA per vehicle might be more important rather than EBITDA margin. Uh, in cement, it could be capacity utilization, which matters. It could be a realization as such. So again, what we have try to codify in a way is that for every analyst to identify those variables and use them consistently in their framework uh, as such. Uh, 
and then we have consistency in terms of their thought process mm. so i think that is the challenge that we have and because we but as a group we tend to gravitate towards uh, buying growth at reasonable price so we do not have the discipline of being value fund managers because uh, you know value is like beauty in the eyes of the beholder so you know what you see value could be very expensive and therefore it takes much more time hmm. so so the classical value investing uh, in the indian context would be very dangerous for one's career hmm. uh, but it should work both ways so unfortunately in our industry value is chosen only for identifying stocks not for selling hmm. so while psu banks were cheap last year on the same value criteria the same fund manager should have sold psu banks last month and bought it because it was cheap hmm. so you cannot use value as your trump card only to buy but not hmm. to sell so that is not a that is not really using the value concept it is just you know so we believe that growth is very important in the indian context so you try to buy companies uh, quality growth meaning would you say quality uh, no not quality in the sense that uh, companies that are able to grow profitability sales mm-hmm. is not so important but profitability margins which are able to sustain and it is the third part would be valuation so i think valuation is to us probably the surprising but would be the least important uh, variable okay so if you're buying an expensive company you should be damn sure that it's really good quality hmm. so don't uh, confuse quality uh, hmm. for numbers which have come for 2 years or 3 hmm. years hmm. so there is that classical warren buffett quadrant hmm. of four quadrant so hmm. the fourth quadrant companies never become first quadrant so don't fall into the trap in a cycle that a mm. third quadrant company will now become first quadrant mm. and most businesses are cyclical mm. uh, and therefore in terms of quality the parameter is that it should have remained a first quadrant company over an economic cycle mm. Mm. and then you can overpay so you can overpay for a bosch because it's got technology but you can't pay you can't overpay for a tire company mm. uh, because there's no technology involved or for an auto ancillary which has just got very large order mm. it it doesn't have the technology mm. uh, barrier mm. uh, as such so uh, an ipca cannot be a mm. you cannot overpay for ipca mm. but you can overpay for sun because sun has consistently shown a 40% plus ebitda margin mm. as such because mm. the businesses in which they are are niche mm. so slight bit of understanding of the research analyst mm. able to convince that to mm. the fund manager mm. so to come back is that we would be more uh, on the gar away uh, we have shied away from buying pure value because we, as we said i think mm. so the pure value classical way of buying requires discipline both on buying and selling it cannot be on one side one leg of the investment cycle you value and then you forget about it when the stocks go up uh, and in india value doesn't work because people buy growth you know they might buy mispriced value momentarily but consistently it is growth that mm-hmm. investors are seeking for an emerging market so therefore sure. you have to play that side of the sure. cycle you know the other uh, so we started with that so i think mm-hmm. our, our thought process is to codify for our mm-hmm. analyst mm-hmm. for each of the sectors the key variables on which they uh, look at companies mm-hmm. and then automatically mm-hmm. uh, have the discipline to put a buy or sell if those variables deteriorate mm-hmm. or improve mm-hmm. 
rather than try to uh, second guess because the fund manager already is trying to second guess hmm. the research analyst with their thoughts based on their portfolio construction so we don't want both the parties in this second guessing hmm. to get to the most cutest way to get the best prize which you'll never get hmm. and that has been the struggle that we been trying to uh, discipline ourselves with mm. and i think the learning of the last 8 uh, 10 months uh, is fairly uh, has made us much more conscious of that part sorry what specific learning so how do you play cyclicals when there is no improvement in the cycle but improvement in sentiments which is which is kind of what's happening right now yeah so capital goods there is no improvement but the stocks are up 100% so our analyst has got it right in terms of his fundamental analysis hmm. but the fund managers are pained because of his fundamental analysis not working so that is where i think so the fund managers have to earn their keep hmm. because an analyst should not be the one who should forecast the cycle hmm. because he's got less experience he is more myopic hmm. in his view because he does only two sectors hmm. and second and secondly the fund managers get paid multiple times of analyst so they have to <laughs> take the call uh, They want to be analysts. Yeah, so, so the, I mean, uh, in the end, the buck stops with the fund manager. The name, it's the name of the fund manager which goes on the sure. fact sheet, not of the research analyst. So we can't complain sure. that my analysts had a sell on it and I didn't buy. Mm. Tough luck, but I, it's been a good learning for us. So I think one learning for us is that a consistently profitable company, if it trades at one time book, you have to buy. Correct. As a good quality company, trading cheap, obviously. Yeah, so not a bank. Yeah. so other than a bank hmm. so if you have a psu company which which has consistently not only accounting profit but economic profits hmm. which means there is no so if it trades at one time book then you have to have hmm. the courage to buy it hmm. at least start buying it hmm. and b is that in in every cyclical sector uh, because it's very difficult to forecast the cycle severity and the uptrend i think all portfolios need to have one or two stocks which you think are operating mm. uh, you know high class operating efficiency companies mm. of those sectors even if the cycle is bad just to give you an insurance that you would still be underweight on capital goods but you have at least one presence in it so you don't mm. go zero or zero in cement mm. you have some exposure across mm. and which you hold because either the companies have got superior operating numbers over the mm. cycle mm. and then you you know so try not to stay away from cyclicals because mm. and play the best quality so play the deepest quality either in terms of product quality or the niche mm. that they have and we tried it you know for example alstom did a fpo and we were you know we applied we were the largest guy but there was someone else who beat us by 5 rupees now it's not that we didn't try just that someone mm. else was more Uh, willing uh, to look at it more aggressively than we mm. we were, and that's the you know. So it was a high quality company. We were getting a decent lot available. We could have got it in one go, but mm. you know, just being conservative for five ten rupees, uh, we missed out on a big you know. The stock doubled, of course, doubled for other reasons that G is given an offer, and mm. but it would still have made us a thirty forty percent nice return. Mm. So that's the other you know part of the last year, which is why the markets always tend to. make you learn new things unfortunately you forget the old things very fast so, uh, so you never really that's why there's only one warren buffett and everyone else is there so he's the oldest he's got most experience okay can you uh, talk me through the yeah. organization of your 
team and research process and then you yeah. get to portfolio construction. So just basically how big is the team yeah. and how do you get research from the sales side or so, what do you do internally? Sure. So we have nine analysts. I always can get nine or ten. So we have two trainees and we have some seven mm-hmm. senior analysts. Mm-hmm. Each one does two sectors. Okay. There's a list A which comprises of companies roughly between 142 or 148 between the analysts. By market cap. Which are the largest mid-size where we have a holdings based mm-hmm. on a holding market cap where we do our own uh, Excel sheet projections. We meet them twice a year. We do four quarterly reviews. We do a balance sheet analysis so that every year the analyst is forced to look at the annual report which is not done by the sell side to figure out if this something that is wrong. Sorry, so, so, so how do you filter these companies? Which, so which ones do all you companies where we have a holding of more than 50 crores okay. or which are part of BSE 100 excluding certain groups which you don't want to uh, look at. Such as? Or why? Management? Reliance, Infra, okay. Adani Power, Adani Enterprises. So generally holding companies we tend to stay away from. Because so we don't, we don't because our market is not yet matured enough to because there's no cash flow in those. In, in overseas markets, holding companies have an independent board where the underlying investment could be sold if there was a mm. right. Mm. Here they are family owned, family mm. controlled. There is no strategic. Everything is strategic. Yeah. Right. So there is nothing up for sale. So you are just creating an AV for your own mm. comfort. But Right. So, is, so therefore, would you define that as a uh, fil- management filter or corporate governance filter? It's just the structure of the, uh, mm-hmm. I think so maybe over 15 years time or 10 years time as boards mm-hmm. get a little bit more mm-hmm. powerful, mm-hmm. Uh, but then the holding company structure won't be there. You know, if, if the promoters mm-hmm. get worried that their companies can be sold by someone mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. why would they create a holding company structure for it to be without their, so I think in India that cannot work yeah. and uh, and groups mm-hmm. will never sell till they are mm-hmm. forced to, so they'll never find, they'll mm-hmm. never sell because mm-hmm. There are already two brothers who have four sons who have, you know, six uh, offspring later on. So there will always be hands available to, uh, for these businesses. So, mm. uh, I mean, holding mm. companies. So they were, but, but, okay. uh, but thankfully there are very few of them. So it doesn't right. matter. So, okay. so we have that. Yeah. Uh, we've tried to bring it down to 25 crores holding because some of the mid cap names otherwise don't come into our uh, exposure list. Mm-hmm. We have a list B where we use the sell side for uh, giving us the, uh, spreadsheet and we meet them once a year or on the call okay on and how many each i think there's 150 and one, 170 some 320 is the total okay. company that we have we keep on uh, rebalancing these companies every six months based mm-hmm. on our sector outlook is mm-hmm. uh, companies as such so if we sold out of a company mm-hmm. and we might shift out of we might shift out of A list to B list and put something else from the So, so the company being on A or B doesn't depend on its size. It depends on how much coverage you have on sell, on the sell side. If they don't no, have coverage, then you do. No, no, no. We, we, are, we, no, we are not trying to reinvent. We are actually, we believe for us, our top, I don't know, 40 holdings are 70% of our AUM. Hmm. We are very large cap focused. Hmm. So for us, we don't want to identify the next Pokarna Limited where 35 Pro market cap and take it up. Mm. We don't want to do that. We would right. rather get a BHEL call right because right. we have 200 crores of holding mm. in BHEL. So it's basically the BSE 100 mm. companies, then the BSE 200 companies okay. and then our holdings. Right. So the larger our holding, mm. the, the more you do, the more, more it will be in A list as such. Okay. Uh, and we will shift it every six months depending on the analyst, fund manager. So they all set and decide. Okay. And then we have a morning meeting in which uh, every day uh, 
two analysts hmm. talk about the sector. We discuss a valuation sheet. Hmm. Uh, during the earnings season, the results are discussed. Uh, attendance is compulsory. It starts hmm. at eight forty to nine fifteen. Hmm. Uh, and on Friday, the fund managers give their view on their on their portfolios and their trades hmm. uh, to the analysts, so that there is great because we have like everyone else, we have hmm. this uh, issue that. More than one fund is managed by a fund manager, sure. so there is no. At times, the fund, uh, the research analyst aren't very clear on what the thought process of the fund manager would be on a particular stock or a sector. Okay, so, so just just coming back to yeah. the, the analysts, whether it's sell side or internal, you maintain the models or get the models, you update it, and the analyst puts a list price. A list is done by our internal guy. Correct. He cannot take the sell side model. Okay. Uh, he can take it to start it, but it has to be his product when it ends. Right. Um, we don't have a target price. He has a no? buy. We, okay. He has a buy and a sell. He doesn't have a hold. But he doesn't. And the recommendation. Say, he has a, yeah, so he doesn't say that his recommended price is that will go to. But because then that's putting too much pressure on the. But surely, how do we come up with that? I mean, how? how so do you come up with you, if you have a buy, you have to be able to beat the BSE hundred. So okay. that is your uh, innate. That's it's how they measure. It's not within the sector. It's not a. This is my best stock within the sector. It's so, a so absolute call. So so that is. Uh, that is the, the sequencing of the valuation sheet mm. gives their preference within okay. the sector. Okay. But to have a buy, the underlying philosophy is that it has to be the benchmark return. Right. Okay. And that's how they are measured at the end of the year. Okay. So uh, you said uh, you do the fundamental analysis. So some some ratios you look at consistently, and some different for each sector. And then you have valuation, which again some okay, the some, same, yeah. some different. Any particular valuation tool. That you like using over the others. No, I think so. I think so. In India, you have to look at EV a bit more rather than B because accounting wise, tax Mm. becomes a big issue and Mm. how they have the capital structure. So we try to focus on EV a for companies. Okay, on accounting. But you can't do it for a lot of companies. Like it doesn't make sense for FMCG. It doesn't Mm. make sense for pharma. So, but for manufacturing companies, you don't. It does. But on the okay, just on the accounting, is there? um, Do you do adjustments? I mean, my, yeah. my, ex, my ex-husband was an, uh, an accountant and he didn't trust any of the Indian accounts. So he would go and sit there saying, so, look at the cash flow statement and make yeah, adjustments. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think for us, we have a, we have a criteria called operating cash flow, which is hmm. PAD plus depreciation, hmm. less dividend, less change in working capital. And that has to be positive. Right. So that's how we define our five, four, three, two stars. Is that if you have free operating cash flow hmm. over a cycle. And you'll be surprised that even big names tend to fail on that. Hmm. So if you want to be a five star, or fifth step within a, so we have five hundred forty companies. Five star is your bias, is that? No, no, it's not bias, but it's, it's uh, we are we are we are trying to make this quadrant that we should have larger amount of our investment in companies that have got a consistency in terms of their performance. So the key criteria for their uh, operation performance would be generating. Operating cash flow positive and mm. a profit more than fifty crores. Mm. So that is the kind of company that you want to look at. So we want to look Finance. at that. We don't want to look at the ten crore, twelve crore, twenty crore company. Mm. We don't. We are not. We don't have that. You know. We, we don't have that ambition to find those right. stars. Right. So we want to look at those, and you'll find, and it should have a ROE of fifteen percent, ROC of twelve percent, blah blah blah, whatever, all those things. So what we want to see is that within those segments, does a guy have consistently buy or sell? Okay. So okay. uh, that's what I'm saying. For us, hmm. we don't want our uh, analysts to get overwhelmed by valuation as the hmm. first uh, 
tool to put a sell on a stock because that mm. I think so that judgment call is that of the fund manager. Mm. There should be that if these companies are consistent in their past track record and this is my future outlook, then I should have a buy on it. Until it becomes a very, if it has got a two standard deviation, right. you know, yeah. be higher, then you, then you have those calls. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the research process. Now, what's the portfolio construction process? How does a fund manager go about? So all the buys are available yeah. um, from the analyst. And mm. so how do you as a portfolio manager pick them? So I think a lot of it depends on the scheme objective because we are running schemes which have been uh, which have come up in various points of time and we mm. modified them or repositioned them over a period of time. So as I said, one is that we are a large cap uh, focused fund house. So mm. you will find that our mid cap fund is less than two and a half percent of our EU, mm. and you know. Right now, it's not the right thing to say, but I have no problem is saying that we are a large cap fund house because that's the kind of organization we represent. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, Why would it so, be Because it's not exciting. It's not very. Uh, it's not very sexy to say that you are large cap focused. Mm-hmm. Because then it mm-hmm. shows that you are very stodgy and you're not open to as the economy turns. Mm-hmm. You have to be open. Mm-hmm. Up to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we keep on getting the same feedback from our sales guys, but you know, that's what we are. You are okay. Uh, I was going to say so, but by saying you want to be mid cap, wouldn't make you mid cap, yeah, right? You're not so, about to go and put mid cap. So and if you look at the industry, more than 60-70 percent of the AUM is in the large and large mid cap segment as it is. So it doesn't. It's not that we are positioned on the wrong side of the market, which is sure. not the largest part. But sure. generally, mm. the better performing AMCs tend mm. to give a uh, perception that they are agnostic to market cap, which cannot be the case because in India, 90% of the market cap comes mm. from 120 sure. companies. And sure. So how can you be agnostic to market cap and that's how the market structure is. But people are better than us in marketing their thought process. That's because people <coughs> like us didn't exist in between these research <laughs> houses to keep them honest. Hmm. No, point right. is that even HDFC mm. has got the same proportion. Just because they don't say they're large cap focused doesn't mm. mean that they're not. Just sure. because we say we are large cap focused doesn't mean that we don't look at mid caps. Sure. Mm. But uh, you know, internally that perception mm. gets built that we are, uh, mm. you know, trying to play too safe and defined. Mm. Mm. There are not too many funds houses which have been given a grant by the government to stay alive now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not that our history is mm. uh, like a Templeton or a Kothari pioneer. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, the fund manager again is a creature of the fund, so mm. we are fairly schizophrenic in our uh, approach because there would be. So what we try to do is try to uh, commonize or try to uh, make a fund manager try to have as similar a portfolio across various funds, mm. so that they run like in the automobile. Parlance, mm. fewer and fewer platforms. Mm. So we don't want someone running a totally unique portfolio for a 500 crore fund versus a 2000 crore fund versus mm. another at 1800 crore. Mm. So we would want someone to be, so for example, Swati runs a dividend deal fund, which has got more blend of value slash garb. Mm. So we would want her to have a master share, mm. a dividend deal fund and top 100 with that mm. bias mm. rather than she trying to do one minus n that I buy n in of a sector in one and one minus n of the sector in the other two and hopefully you know one of the two will work right. and so so we try we 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 try to do that. Mm. Uh, 
but it's difficult to achieve so she was mm-hmm. managing a tax fund where the need is to be a little bit more aggressive so that mm-hmm. has been given to another fund manager mm-hmm. uh, so that it can be run on a 60 40 large mid cap mm-hmm. uh, ratio versus 80 20 or 75 25 which she runs mm-hmm. for other funds mm-hmm. but that's the thought process that each one mm-hmm. uh, runs so sanjay try uh, is more comfortable trying to focus on growth mm-hmm. uh, maybe partly because uh, he also runs the infrastructure fund so my job is to see that he doesn't do a what what happens very unconsciously and which happened in 2007 that you don't have a diversified running mm. on portfolio which is very similar to the main theme which mm. is infrastructure mm. so that's my job to ensure that you know when he buys a bhl he doesn't apportion it across his diversified funds and his infrastructure fund mm. so there is a so those two portfolios are run differently because we've seen them when they run same they tend to be rockets and then like rockets they tend to fall like a rocket when mm. the thing goes out of favor so the, mm. and that's a natural human bias so if you've done autos as an analyst you would have you know because that's the sector you understand the most you prefer to so any portfolio your, managers are ex analysts from the team and they've been promoted to be portfolio managers so swati and sanjay were fund managers before i joined and uh, swati has been a research analyst uh, with our india offshore business mm. sanjay has been uh, across uh, you know the investment uh, thing the current we've had two fund managers who have graduated from research over the last 7 years so mm. one is a head of research who now does the tax funds mm. so all the tax funds okay. come under them uh, lalit nambiar okay. and we have another senior resource uh, koshik who does our index funds and does a small children uh, plan so i have another children old ccbf equity so the idea is that over the next two years mm-hmm. both these children plans will run on the same portfolio and mm-hmm. that will go to koshik so that sure. we may we could have you know a fund where we don't look at the benchmark and just buy mm-hmm. best stocks for 10 years mm-hmm. and if it works we'll sure. we'll have outsized gains and if it doesn't we have time on our side to you know to yeah, yeah. get it right but we don't do run it saying that the benchmark is x and we have to be x minus 5 500 bips but it's difficult to do that it's easy to say but very difficult to hmm. because for him that is his livelihood so he, either he get, doesn't get a bonus for 3 years hmm. or he gets out and i don't think we have a hedge fund culture where he'll get outsized bonus if he does hmm. beat the uh, see so portfolio managers are incentivized on performance for the 3 year basis well we have it on 135 the idea was to have 135 and 7 as the tenure hmm. as the tenure uh, increases hmm. uh, so we are trying to follow the tiro price model to some extent hmm. but the first year is the most important hmm. right so 60% of the weight goes for the performance part 60% of the weight goes for the one year hmm. uh, 15% goes for Three years mm. and twenty five percent goes for five years because mm. we think that someone who's done well for a long period of time mm. should get that advantage and therefore sure. should not get. So it's not evenly. And suppose if you do badly, it will take you three years to get your five years right. So you also get mm. impacted on the way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where we are. I think so. We wanted to add seven years because all of us would have a seven-year track record as a ten percent weight. But I don't know whether we'll do that this year or not. So that's five portfolio managers, right? Two and two and yeah, one. but the other two don't even have a. Th- they have a three and one. So okay. they are. They so it's are, basically three, primarily three managers. Three would be one, three, and five. So okay. That's so, um, but apart from the scheme restrictions, 
uh, what the fund can hold. Uh, are, is there any other thought process in terms of whether it's quant or qualitative? No. I think, again, I think the overwhelming Factor is that we don't, uh, we are you know, slight, uh, we are style agnostic from that point of view, mm. and we don't take very strong views. Mm. So we don't want to take very concentrated bets. So mm. we will not be five percent of a company's equity. Or okay. we, so we have our internal norms. We, as it is as a fund house, we can't cost seven percent of a company equity. Right. And when it costs twenty percent of the free float, the compliance guys start getting uh, notes on it, so that. There has to be a fairly good reason on why you're doing it. Sure. Again, uh, it's done from a point of view that we think so. The only liquidity norms which work hmm. are these, rather than trying to say how many hmm. days it takes hmm. to. So we want to run. So there's a lot of temptation to run very concentrated portfolio. Hmm. It's fine, but when you get it wrong. Hmm. Okay. Tell me, um, in the portfolio construction process, is there any input of top-down factors? So would you describe your process? Also, last four years have only been top down. It's been okay. very difficult to make uh, fund managers look at company without looking at the overall macro, and that's been mm. a struggle. We've not succeeded on it significantly. Mm. Well, you're trying to be bottom up, but you're saying everyone takes a view on where the economy is going. Mm. And so, for example, in India, the mispricing does, of sectors. Yeah. But the question is, where? where do you start with that, or do you end with that? How does it matter? And again, you know, I've had this discussion with someone last mm. week. There are 120 stocks. Even if mm. I tell you I'm not benchmark oriented, mm. how can I not be benchmark? There, BSC 100's got 100 stocks. Mm. All of them get featured in the, the top 120 stocks. Okay. So even if I don't know the weight, mm. which someone will say that I don't look at the benchmark, fine, mm. good for you. But there are only 120 large cap stocks. 80 of them or 60 of them will be in your portfolio. Mm. And there are very few who have the guts to have the 120th in size as the number one holding in their portfolio. So you can say I'm not benchmark referred because I'm a stock picker and you know, okay. No, so, so, but, so benchmark is more of portfolio construction. So same way on the economy in yeah. the last three, four years, yeah. the call was, what was the call? The whole world was playing a macro top down view mm. and that's how you were trying to play safe. Mm. And everyone knew that the investment cycle was broken sure. and therefore anything which does with infrastructure doesn't really sure. make any sense. Sure. So the only sector which has done consistently well and which is very volatile is banks. Right. Uh, but in banks also everyone moved to the ones which didn't have volatility. Hmm. So I think so the top down thing is something you have to accept. Right. I think so now if you have the next two years, the people right. who don't focus on top down are the right. ones who will do much better because they will be focusing on the stock sure. rather than trying to figure out with Mr. Modi's next policy reform is going to be. See, that is all bunkum. It worked fine till the election results were, yeah, you were the one who was most, more optimistic than the other. Did. Got yeah. After that, you have to figure out. Now, you can't keep going to government officials and say, find out which policy will do, which mm -hmm. will come out and how does that matter? I think that's where... Yeah. Over the next two years, I think it will be stocks that will matter. The last four years, I would say it was 70% macro and 30% uh, stocks. Now it becomes 70% stocks and 30% macro. Sure. If there's any such need, division you can have. Yeah, okay. Just, just on the portfolio construction, uh, do you have any tracking area targets uh, in terms no, of... No, we, we went to Adia. So 
<laughs> for first time i had to look at what our tracking error was i mean i don't understand all these yeah. mathematical measures right. so we have a compliance guy who sits with us now jee so, but this guy took you to audio um, your overseas guy praveen 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 yeah ha so he is kind of friend when i was living in singapore hmm. so i just have to go up in for a while yeah sure. so no 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 he was he was in us for his hmm. son's i think college thing hmm. but we had a meeting and i had to look at what tracking hmm. what hmm. is that tracking error how much hmm. is active share hmm. i mean market isn't evolved in india for you to really sell your funds based on whether your tracking error is 3 and a half or above 4 or hmm. whatever i don't know did you end up looking it up and yeah, so, what, so, so what is your fund 3 and a half 3 and a half okay. so basically at 3 and a half at uh, what's and your we were at 200 or 300 bips okay ah, so that's kind of ir of 0.5 which is kind of pretty standard okay anyway so, so i don't know i have looked at so yeah, i don't no, know so okay so just okay continuing on the tivo price you you brought it up um how has their um entry changed your investment process if at all you all live in hope that one day they'll take over <laughs> and change us completely <laughs> till then we will be the they more haven't marched in and said hey no 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 i think so uh, i think the 25 how much is the show 26 26 okay so i so i know them well from from australia mm. no i think uh, they are a great fund house but they are two teams the international team and the us team are very different in their uh, in their approach and their thought process mm. uh, the international team plays very high beta and gets beaten up quite a lot mm. whereas the us team is far more they have had people who been doing things for much longer time much more mm. stable mm. Um, so they themselves have two cultures it's not that they have one unifying culture yeah. within the company yeah. so we we spiritually are more inclined to the us team US because it's more much more attractive to the us for a trip rather than go to singapore <laughs> <laughs> no no australia it's because australia they they're just building the team out there so we are uh, so they are very so mari is the uh, ceo mari is a good friend as well so so i think so uh, but it's it's just that uh, we follow we have a equity steering committee yeah. hmm. i'm the chairman of that hmm. but it's a We are not. I was going to say, UTI is not zero price, no. and I don't think so. We will become ever become one because we are a retail-driven organization. Will you get privatized? I don't know about that. That's not that's it's outside not my mind. That's outside my mind. But I'm just saying. Huh. Uh, But right now, it has an effect. But that's the no. It has in the sense that they come and this, you know, uh, they made everyone realize that investments uh, mm. are the top mm. dog in the. Mm. in in any mutual funds mm. you have to accept mm. that so it's mm. not just uh, but i think their influence is more subtle rather than overt mm. is that so, I mean, so do you are you privy to uh, why they buy you to start with no we don't okay so i in fact a fixed income team is far more uh, mm. so they started with more resistance mm. uh, to and they've actually had a much better relationship mm. than we have because they don't have a India fixed income desk, right. but they have a emerging market desk where hmm. what we sell is what they buy, right. and what we buy they never <laughs> buy. So there's always a bit of tension on what we believe yeah. and what they've been doing, right. and that has caused more problems rather than you know because in the end everyone's saving their jobs. Right. I was going to say so in in Tiro Price they must have been running Indian equities right as part of the emerging market fund. How did that reconcile? What what happened? No, they ruled on them. We don't even know what they did. We don't. Okay. So we've come to the stage now where. Uh, they ask us politely for when they come to yeah. india whether we would, we would like to join them for meetings oh, okay. the first two years that was also was not on mm. the cards mm. 
but see they are at 26 percent till we don't figure out how we mm. can manage without them impinging mm. on their economic interest mm. of 100 percent Sure. Uh, we will always but the advantage fixed income guys have had is that they don't have a fixed income Asia arm at all hmm. and none in India hmm. so they have got no conflict of interest hmm. on what to buy and what to sell hmm. sure. so they are far more closer in terms of the calls and understanding yeah. and flows sure. in our case there is always that you know we sold this and these guys bought it or we bought, sold it and they bought it so hmm. who's right who's wrong hmm. so it's very subtle but you know you can make hmm. out that uh, both sides are Right. So we know the bottom when they want when their international team wants to do a call with us. <laughs> so. Right then. Okay. So um, so explain the. But I don't know whether that's this. I you know they are on the board level. Yeah. They've tried to put in place their processes. Did Murray come here? Murray hasn't. Okay. I was going to say if he comes here and doesn't call me, I'm sure. No, I, I don't think so. I, he, I think he's very keen to get his break even with the two two billion dollar AUM. So he just they've just they were getting the first mandate. When I met him last, so yeah. he wants to do that. So, uh, so that last time I went, um, it was in December, Jan. I emailed a whole bunch of people, and because it was the same two week period that everyone else from there was on leave as well, so he said, "Yeah, I'm in Queensland, can't come." Yeah. So I haven't caught up with him for a while. So I'll do that. Achha, back to uh, this. Um, okay, so now I'm trying to focus on competitive advantages. How would you say you? Where in the process, whether it's research or portfolio construction or team or whatever it is, where would you say your UTI's competitive advantages lie? We take less risk than others. Okay. And so, we are very solid proud of con- it. so has, has the performance been very consistent? So we, are very, 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 we do well consistently, but we never mm-hmm. have blockbuster numbers. So, is that what second quartile? I mean, do you, do you measure, do you get, do you yeah, measure yeah. on relative basis? So, so, on five year, three year, we will be first quartile, but on one year, we usually. Are rarely if I were in the first quarter. Okay. So that's a very five year in the first quarter. Right now we won't have, we won't be because the one year number has moved up so much. So okay. we were seeing even today on five year we are still ahead of uh, Prashant. Oh. But on one he's twenty percentage points ahead of us. So <laughs> on one year he's really <laughs> So is Prashant the main competition? Uh, he's the or most any, any big uh, So I'm saying through HDFC Templeton Perla, we don't consider reliance. No reliance, even on, even on the... <laughs> okay. But they're the big ones. But, but they're in a mm-hmm. peer group. So it's not mm-hmm. that we choose mm-hmm. a peer group where we don't have, we yeah. take all the big guys. But I'm right. saying, generally in the market, mm-hmm. those are the three, four mm-hmm. fund houses that you have mm-hmm. to beat. Then within each peer group, there'll be something. So in mm-hmm. uh, mid-cap, you have to have a fund which beat or which, which people assume can do well as mm-hmm. well as IDFC, premium equity, or as consistently as that. Hmm. Uh, and we have those in our peer group, but I'm saying these are the top four. So mid cap, Kenneth, um, large cap, may Prashant, the Narain. Uh, um, yeah, so that's it. And, and Birla. 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 And and Templeton because they are the most steady of the lot. Temp- okay, I was going to say, what do you think of Templeton? I worked there, so. Oh, you did. Okay. So that's okay. Yeah, I worked in Kothari Pani. Right? So what would you say the process? Now that you've seen other, if you have seen other AMCs. Hmm. Uh, Okay, apart from the output difference, which is consistency and low risk, are there any major input differences? I think we have far... So, we got a compliment this time from the Cummins CFO. He was mm-hmm. there for one of the broker meetings. And because I didn't go for the meeting, he was saying that this was the this is the best meeting he's had because we came the most prepared and didn't ask him 
questions about the next quarter EBITDA margin and he said that's mm-hmm. the kind of meeting I would want to have mm-hmm. which I think in UTI's history must be one of the best uh, you know feedback you can mm-hmm. you could get and mm-hmm. that's what we strive for is that we go mm-hmm. for meetings so we are not like Anthony Bolton with a file and folder mm-hmm. you know I have to the last 40 so you know why is Prashant Jain good because he's very organized mm-hmm. uh, it's not rocket science it's just being mm-hmm. organized so we are trying to achieve that that mm-hmm. for the meeting the analyst does mm-hmm. a debriefing for the fund managers on mm-hmm. what are the mm-hmm. three areas there's always a temptation to mm-hmm. pick out too many areas to discuss mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. meeting and to restrict yourself to one or two and then use the sell side for the balance if you can uh, and it's difficult to inculcate that discipline so you know when you go for a meeting you can be all over the place so you say I'll just focus on mm-hmm. two areas which really mm-hmm. matter the most because mm-hmm. I have only half an hour mm-hmm. or 40 minutes I don't mm-hmm. want to go into detail and the others I'll other parts I'll ask the, you know, somebody yeah. from sales side who's got a, co- yeah. got a good coverage and understanding to answer. Right. So that's what we want to do. We want to have the last two meeting notes. We need we need to write. But what are the key questions? management system. Do you have yeah, that? So we have a very, we have an extra which is common, which is available yeah. to all fund managers to read. Right. Uh, what we want on the meeting note are the questions to be asked in the next meeting. And how do because you get that? What I'm asking. So is there... So each time you go or... Just just hours put in to go into the research. Just hours. Okay, so it's not no. a talent number. The and type I am of the person who won't do it because after two years, you think it will it will be his birthright to be a fund manager. So. So do you hire on them? And they we can't. We, they won't allow us for the salary we pay starting. So they won't even allow us in the campus. So, do you have a talent strategy that is... So, we go to IIM Indore, we go to IIM Kozikot, where we can yeah. and where we can yeah. be... Why IIM at all? Why MBAs? Because the chart account really dirts. <laughs> Why? Why? I, I feel so bad because they just have no thought process outside the company uh, and I think they really need a six month finishing school hmm. just to and do you think MBA gives them that because all the, what's, the, what's the IM people are See, engineers if, no? I, if I have to hire two guys huh. I don't have the bandwidth to have 800 interviews to find two gems hmm. in the it's just my luck yeah. So we make them do a case study, which I'm sure mm. everyone copies in the entire time because we have seen people give the same answer. Mm. So shamelessly, the best institute people have no ethics mm. in terms of mm. their. So you know, ethics are very low. Uh, but but that's what you can do. I mean, mm. I'm, I I hired two people mm. every two years or three years. It's mm. not that every year I can hire them. So I just can't put in that effort of. You what know, about psychometric testing and stuff? Are there other ways to find people? Two no. guys. Uh, why why spend so much money on hmm. getting two people and it's not sure that they'll even last uh, hmm. three hmm. years with you or four years hmm. with you it's not hmm. that you know and most of the Indians hmm. who go for these exams could without batting an eyelid have applied for a McKinsey or a Bain and company and hmm. to UTI with the hmm. same fervor <laughs> and they can lie their way through any test you want to do for half an hour 40 minutes hmm. sure so, okay, so just that leads yeah. me to an important observation, I guess. Therefore, uh, you don't obviously think talent adds a major... Very few people are... Uh, so it's my, process. My, 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 no, it's not process. I'm saying, uh, I think a lot of people have interest because of the interview. Hmm. So they're very interested in stock market. And hmm. they have the same interest if they went for a consultancy, hmm. the same interest if they went for investment banking. And they have that passion and communication skill to be able to and they have they know fuck all but they have that passion is there for every job which they are interviewing and I can 
I also had the same passion and I was so for whatever company I went I had lot of passion that was the only industry I wanted to join but uh, I can understand interviewing I'm but interviewing. it's because when yeah. you are straight from bcom into mba yeah. and you don't have the family background to take a, to work for 2 years in some shitty job and then hmm. what do you do you'll say I'll take anything which comes in my hmm. way I I have passion for everything hmm. I have done everything so Hmm. I I I'm not I'm not into billet to them. Hmm. The ones I feel really bad about are the hmm. guys who've done engineering and want yeah. to do accounting in terms. Then I would then those are the guys that give them back quite a lot. So, so they're so, one who've done engineering and want to be a fund manager. Huh, so that's what half the industry, no? Yeah, but I'm saying why would you do it? So then those are the guys who get grilled more. Hmm. Uh, have you taken any engineers? So we have, but I'm saying at least they have to <laughs> get to the pressure to sweat a little bit to answer that. So so we've had this case of somebody who was in. Maruti's hmm. uh, R&D and hmm. was doing an MBA hmm. and he wanted to be a financial analyst and hmm. I said boss I mean how can you uh, I mean I I think so it's but it's one profession you can enter at any age right yeah, you can but I'm saying why would you want to do it because he says sir yahan AC hai wahan pe to garmi pakda hona padta hai seriously oh sadar sir matlab he was very honest he said dekho sir aapko acha lagta hai na aap jaake khade ho gaya ho 6 mahine uske baad agar aap nahi kahoge na mere ko nokri chahiye AC wale office pe to main maan jaunga okay okay at least you're honest yeah so i i give it to you that's fine i had i was interviewing for mercer right i had people turn up for interviews it's in investment consulting they're turning up and saying okay yeah we like investment banking i'm saying But no, I can't understand what. Uh, These are MBAs in finance. It's like you don't know the difference between nah. banking and consulting. Buy side, sell side. Nah. There's a door. I mean, nah. if you don't know the basics, why even come yeah. for this job interview? No, no, I think I, 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 I shouldn't be so harsh. I think they all. <laughs> but uh, you know, hmm. where I put the plug in, I will not hire a private equity guy who wants now to public listed equity. Why? Because the fucker's got it easy all his life. So said, all these the Harvard of, types who've been to yeah. Stanford, Harvard, one is out of yeah. sheer inferiority complex or whatever. But these guys have got no birthright to find Sunny after five years. Mm. That the true calling is in public listed equity and not on private equity. But side. can I ask? Do you think huh? that these people even apply for UTI job? Of I mean, course. Yeah. They don't apply, but they keep sending feelers. Make me fund manager as if it's a God's gift to. But what I'm saying, okay, no, I'm just asking. Would okay. Is UTI an aspirational brand for them? It to is say, not. But I'm saying. Mm. I know. I I've told them. See, I. Mm. I have told that to someone in Sundaram. Mm. I was that mm. I thought my company's name is Sundaram and not Door Mat. Mm. Say why? I said, see, boss, you are working. You are in IIM Ahmedabad, working mm. in Citibank credit card. Mm. Who wants to do a job in research with Sundaram, mm. which will allow you to go to Bombay as many number of times as you want, and after eighteen mm. months you'll be there. Mm. So I think so. Your wife still working. Why don't you ask her to pay for you and go and. Sit in Bombay on your own money mm. and get a job. Why do you want mm. to use me for it? Mm. My company's name is Sundaram. It is not doormat for you to. Uh, right. So mm. he said, "How can you say I'll leave?" I said, <laughs> "Come on." <laughs> then mm. we'll have a you know creative difference that you want to have more responsibility, which we can't give. Sure. Uh, so I think so. What we are, what what happens is that people. Don't want to go, so we don't we don't have a formalized fidelity loop mm. that you have to jump through. Mm. But you would love to have it as a company that you have to do two years of research and mm. then only you become a fund manager. Mm. And I think that's the best way to do it. But you don't know, you know, I have a new boss. He might get two more fund managers, you know, uh, or he might say that there is that there is a requirement of two uh, two laterals. I'm so saying, saying you, it's, I'm saying, I'm saying, if you don't have a philosophy, yeah. it is dependent on the person who's your boss. Mm. Okay. If you have a philosophy, then the philosophy is that whoever is the boss, this is what you have to do. Hmm. 
and UD has no investment philosophy. Let's be clear about it. Okay, so we would ideally say that we are an investment company. If you say this is the thing, so whether you are from Harvard or Stanford or you work in Singapore, or you come do two years hard work, do research. If you think you can make it, and if we have the growth, we'll give you. But there's no assurance, so nobody joins Fidelity with the assurance that Fidelity will make your fund manager. Obviously, you can be from anywhere. But that is what you have to do. You have to jump through mm. the loop mm. or hoop or whatever it is. Mm. And sure. the same thing we should do if we really want to build that. Mm. And we are the only ones of for a few ones who take freshers and mm. and whatever grind them mm. and make them a research analyst and hopefully mm. they will become fund managers at some point of time. Mm. But the rest of the industry is very happy taking someone's uh, uh, trained product and taking him one level higher because mm. that's. Because we can't offer growth the way growth can come. What about CFAs and stuff? You don't take it. No, we make everyone do CFA. The it. rule is for everyone except me. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I wish the those guys had met more companies than the amount they wasted doing CFA because CFA is. Uh, let's not get into that. So I think okay. So what about um, what about your size? Is, is that a competitive advantage in any form? Whether you get good. So it is not a competitive disadvantage. Okay. So we aren't running funds which are so big that uh, you know we have to worry about our because business. you've studied capacity or uh, no because I think so in India you can't run a ten thousand crore fund hmm. Indian markets aren't ready for a. Ah, I was going to say that's a perception thing. Whether it's reality or not is another thing. Have you done any work on this? Of course, it, you can't do work on it. But I'm saying it shows. You look up any company now which is hmm. half decent and HDFC is the second largest shareholder after LIC. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so then they are in the classical business of. Keep buying the same good quality companies, and they are the market for those. Right. Uh, so I think there is a certain size, and the, and it's also at the pace at which the size comes is more important. So it's not the size per se that matters. Hmm. So if you grow from twenty two to twenty seven to hmm. thirty to thirty five to hmm. fifty, hmm. that you can manage. Hmm. You go from twenty two to thirty five in one year, you can't manage that. Hmm. Sure. So I think that's where the it's it's the pace at which, but unfortunately, money comes in a retail business in a gush. Yeah. So you can't say I will regulate it, and very few funds have the guts to uh, close the fund. So do you think HDFC is at that point where the size is a disadvantage? I think so. They are a smart organization, and as the performance of their other funds improves, so for example, Core and Satellite, which is another small fund of theirs. Also, has a fifty-four percent return on a one year. Mm. They'll find it easier to shift people mm. who are inclined to get into the top two funds into their other ancillary funds if they're smart. Mm. If they are not, and they let these two animals become fifteen thousand crores, then you know. But the market size is also growing. But the same stocks. You're not having the depth has not increased. So what mm. are the new large cap name that you have seen which has come up? Mm. So either the Indian market has to get deeper, mm. or it's the same stocks which will keep on going mm. up in value, which means mm. your choice gets limited. Sure, sure. Anything else that you want to add about your investment process that you think? No, I think we run. Uh, given the objective that I was trying to do, which is yeah. education. So I, I think so. What people don't uh, focus on or have less focus on is on the volatility mm. of performance, mm. which comes in India not from bad stock selection but mm. from sector allocation. Hmm. So if you run thirty uh, percent weight in banks with a beta one point four, the banking sector can make the fund volatile. Hmm. It's not that the fund has got l- lower quality stocks than us, hmm. but because of the allocation of the sector being much higher than ours, hmm. it l- goes up and goes down. Hmm. What people 
enjoy the most is when it goes up hmm. and can we forget when it has gone down sharply hmm. whereas someone who doesn't go 25% weight or beyond in the larger sector will hmm. always be hmm. second quartile or third quartile in a hmm. up market hmm. but will never be fourth quartile in a down market sure uh, and there is no market for that i realized hmm. after 7 years of trying that experiment of harvard marks hmm. that what matters is how well you do in a down market and not in an up market i think so hmm. uh, my conclusion is that it requires an investment philosophy across the company mm. to be able to sell that mm. and that comes only through having shown that consistently for a long period of time mm. and in a company like uti where there has been where the only consistent factor is the inconsistency of our thought process mm. uh, it's the luxury we don't have mm. and i don't uh, you know i have i will not blame the ceo for getting fidgety about it but then you want to build a great organization you have to take the pay sure. you want to so you saying therefore uh, the the risk limit you put which is a 25% gap or whatever it is a sector which le- makes your performance more consistent and low risk would that be the makes your performance huh. lower risk and more consistent but corollary is that it has low performance in the market that's But that's what you're saying. Your is is yeah, describes you. Money comes in when the market goes up. Money doesn't come in when the market goes down. Marketing so. guy's problem. Tell me. No, no, no. So I'm asking. I'm summarizing. Don't summarize what I've understood. For us, that has been our uh, that has been a thought process. That yeah. if you give up 200, 300. See, for example, I think so. It will take us two years to uh, even up with HDFC until unless mm-hmm. there's a crash in the market. Because if he's 20 percentage points ahead of us yeah. on a one year period, yeah. you can't unless. Mm-hmm. the psu banks fall the way they are and he's not yeah. an idiot who will be yeah. holding on to them throughout so he'll have he would have already reduced some weight yeah. you can't yeah. come and beat him yeah. so how do you run a a mutual fund versus the largest player in the mm. business also being the one who is the most who's the alpha dog mm. so janus in the us is not the largest fund no? mm. Mm. fidelity is far less Hmm. sedate hmm. in their investment philosophy or a capital or hmm. a zero price than a janus hmm. hmm. but just imagine if janus was the market leader in us how would the hmm. others have hmm. position themselves hmm. so the marketing people can be taught other ways of selling your i think so the investors are the investors are not willing to listen so no. i so that's my job that's what i'm trying to do with uh, this one i know then, i know yeah. i know i know it's, 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 uh, it's, you could you could somehow position it cuz core in satellite right So the point yeah, is, with this, we cannot become number one. Yeah. So that's. But you f- want to be number one. Of course, I mean, that's you. You met him. There's no. Uh, it wasn't as clear cut as I want to be number one. I think so. It is. Uh, I think so in all our board meeting, all our board members are very ambitious to regain the top slot, and I think so with that and with this investment mm-hmm. style, uh, we'll find it difficult. Sure. Which means that we'll have to. To what? Well, I don't know. Call the madness day. Right then. Acha, um, quick indulgence. Any questions, quickly? Uh, actually, yeah. basically, so sure. she's a buddy. She's an accountant. You completely dashed her dream of wanting to be an analyst. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
uh, when you said that you look at the consistent prof- uh, profit in terms of accounting as well as economics, so what exactly is economics? No, no, I'm just saying uh, accounting profits can be exaggerated by lower depreciation, lower tax. Okay, so we are okay. not trying to get into EVA or something like yeah, that. That's too complicated. I'm just saying it should not. It should come from recurring business, not from a non-recurring one-off item as such. Okay. That's what we meant. So all our so all our profit numbers are adjusted for a one-off, uh, non-recurring item. And that is to be blended with economic profit. No, no. By economic, I meant that. I, I, oh, I, I, it's okay. economic was not the right term to use. I realized afterwards that that you'll pick on it. It's <laughs> not that we you know we don't calculate EVA or thing like that. Those yeah. are very esoteric. Uh, the businesses wouldn't which work. Wouldn't work in India. You are a growth uh, economy. So mm-hmm. the only guys I know who employed EVA was Tata Steel in 2001 when they were bigger than Mittal's. Mm-hmm. Now you know in 15 years time where is Ellen Mittal and where is Tata Steel? Because mm-hmm. Ellen Mittal did not have EVA as his concept. Mm-hmm. So at the bottom of the cycle, Tata Steel wanted to generate free, you know, free mm-hmm. cash flow EVA when they should have been buying assets all over the world when they were available. When the mm-hmm. so you have those constraints. So when you start doing EVA, your capital allocation becomes very important. And in India, you don't want to be with either the guys who are like JP who have no capital allocation for whom no dream is big enough and the other side guys who don't want to invest at all because they want to get a 20% return every time they step out of office. So you have to be somewhere in between. So you said that uh, it doesn't matter whether it's anywhere from Harvard, Stanford and all. You'll put in through two years of training. So what exactly is the process you will Maybe go on training? He didn't say that. He said no, no, I mean, you'll have to go for two years as a research analyst. And no, no, we are saying if you are a fresh guy, you have fresh to go five years guy. before you even start thinking. So we have a sector fund. Huh. If you are lucky to be in that sector where there is a sector fund, you first manage the sector fund. If you are unlucky, then we have a research fund, which hopefully we will get up and running. We currently run a paper research fund. Then your sector, if you don't have a research fund, you manage it through the research fund. And then you wait for your turn. But even if someone comes laterally, the minimum, like in fidelity, the minimum time is two years before you get to manage money. But you don't want to take fund managers at a lateral level. Okay. So fresh isn't That is my thought process. It's not the company's thought process. Okay, what was the question? The question was, is there any uh, structured process you follow in bringing someone to that level where you say that, okay, now he's deemed. So we are, uh, we are an eight-member team. Nobody has the time. It's not in the KRA to hold hands and... So the guy is an MBA. Mm. MBA. You better do it yourself or you are out of job. So mm. that's where. Mm. No, no. I, so it's it's very difficult to have a training yeah. process in this yeah. business. Mm. So, you know, it comes from your interest. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Thank ma'am. you. Thank you.